welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. If you are new to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe so that you can be aware of new episodes. I also invite you to visit adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com, where I share a lot of free resources for self-healing and healing, and you can take a free quiz to find out what your energetic wounds are and how they may show up in your life. Discovering what your wounds are is the first step in healing them. I hope you enjoy this episode. There is one more thing I would like to share with you before you listen to this episode. I created a wonderful container to help you heal your energetic wounds and activate the infinite light and potential of your inner children. It is a crystal energy healing membership called Chakra Bliss Vault. Every month you will receive three new crystal healing sessions. Plus, you'll immediately have access to my entire energy healing recording library when you sign up. The membership is really affordable and will continue to be so. You can find out more about it at adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. I invite you to make healing your energetic wounds and connecting with your inner children a priority and invest in your well-being by becoming a Chakra Bliss Vault member. Hello everyone, this is Damla Aktikin with A Drop of Om and I have today with me Anne Neymark. Hello Anne. Hi, how are you? I am wonderful, so good to have you here. So Thank me. you so much. Let me introduce you to our listeners. Um, Anne is a licensed spiritual psychotherapist with over 30 years experience. The author of A Touch of Light, Opening to the Love That Is uh, You and All Creation. Energy healer, and she also holds spiritual classes and leads group meditations. Welcome, Anne. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Yes. Yeah. So um, first of all, I, I love the title of your book. I want to dive into that, but I want to start with um, your story, your um, healing and becoming a healer story uh, in big brush strokes. Can you tell us what led you to doing what you do today? Sure. Well, <clears throat> when I grew up in an atheist house, and then when I was 15, I had this very strong feeling that my parents might not know everything about that subject. So in my 20s, I started on my my search around spirituality, and I explored many, many styles that are around here on the earth. 
and um nowadays i have my own my own version and um looking for work uh i needed to make some money to survive so i was a massage therapist i was a nurse and then as a nurse i got bored and in one five year five day period <clears throat> three separate people said to me um i think you'd be a good counselor and i said really hmm and that same five days, I saw an ad for an orientation for a master's program for uh, for doing counseling. And uh, so I went to it and I said, oh, this sounds good. And I signed up and I did it. And that was the beginning of being a therapist. In 1987, I started school and here I am still doing it. Yeah, I love the part where you you, it's like your system knew that that was the end of that engagement for you to nursing and it started to get the nudges and the messages, but you listened and it sounds like you took action on, on the nudges, which is beautiful. Yeah, I, I, uh, <clears throat> I seem to do that and it's pretty, it's in my book. Every time I get an urge, like I lived in Cambridge, Mass., Massachusetts for uh, three years and I had a feeling for about a year to move to Northern California and there was nothing concrete it was just this feeling that stayed and stayed and I thought well guess I'll go to go for it <clears throat> so I moved to California in 1975 and I've never left for mm -hmm. leaving for living at least yeah yeah <laughs> um what is spiritual psychotherapy and how how do you define it right I what, what the heck is that I get that. that's a strange term well I was I was doing therapy along and I was also doing my own spiritual journey and my clients were saying <clears throat> I, we can't find anybody who will talk to us about our spirituality and I'm said well let's do it and so since then which I don't even remember when it started a long time ago. Um, I just meet people where they're at, whatever works for them. Um, you know, are you doing your spirituality? No, why not? Well, I'm busy or I can't, I forget and stuff like, so we talk about whatever it is that draws them to a certain spiritual place. And, <clears throat> and then we, we talk about it, but some people are, interested in my style. Um, so I've done energy healing types of work for a long time, <clears throat> led many meditations over the years and worked on individuals. And, and if some people are interested, then, then we do that. And we combine it with EMDR also, which, oh my goodness, is super effective for helping people to release and clear and come to a place of peace and calm mm -hmm. um what is that i mean i know what it is but for our listeners can you expand on that and explain i want to come back to the spiritual psychology part but um what how what is your approach of what does it stand for and what is your approach with emdr it stands for eye movement desensitization and restructuring and it's bilateral stimulation of the brain, the body. <clears throat> Years ago, a woman figured out that if 
she felt bad and her eyes were bouncing back and forth, she started feeling better. So that was the beginning of doing some research and investigating into that. And they've done many uh, brain scans or SPECT scans, you know, to see what's the metabolism of the brain before and after EMDR. And they'll find that one, an area that's underactive normalizes, an area that's overactive normalizes. <clears throat> and the two hemispheres start to balance out. So you can do the bilateral in different ways. You can do it with your eyes bouncing back and forth. Do it like what you're doing. You can bounce back and forth, or you can have music going from, or sound from one ear to the other. With kids, if you work with kids, you usually tap. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners, what I was doing is I crossed my hands, one right hand touching the um, right below the left shoulder and the left hand touching right uh, below the right shoulder. And then you tap one hand at a time. And I find that um, this is something that helps me. I have found through practicing this, if I'm about to get a migraine, one side is uh, more messy than the other in my brain. And this helps to normalize and um, sort of bring a little bit of order to the chaos. So tapping one hand at a time in a rhythmic fashion. Um, so that's wonderful. And the way I understand it is that you would go into a traumatic memory or a traumatic um, emotion um, or a heightened emotion while you're doing these techniques of activating the right and the left brain. And that would help sort of dissolve the, um, the neurological response to that event or emotion. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> we usually have a target, you know, what's our intention? What do we need? Often it's um, something in childhood, some kind of trauma somebody went through. And so we pick an event. We start with one thing. Usually how you started is you, you bring in what makes you feel amazing and calm and wonderful. Like, is it nature? Is it the ocean? Is it a person, a color, music, and then, and then we work with that with the EMDR to kind of get them into a that they can refer back to that as a resource, <clears throat> and then we'll go into the the trauma or whatever the trigger is, and then kind of work very gradually and work with the inner child, and um, it's so effective. I just love it. I have an online. Um, resource. It's a site that's um, has options. You can use the eyes. It has dots that bounce back and forth across the screen, and it also has sound when the person can pick whatever kind of sound they want. <clears throat> and so you can have them going simultaneously. And uh, we can also bring in spirituality, their own, or a version that I like, whatever they want to do. It's up to them. Yeah. Would it be possible for you to share that site uh, if it's a free resource so that I can share it with our listeners? You know, it's it's for therapists. You have to be trained in it, but it's called Remote EMDR, R-E-M-O-T-E-M-D-R. So I don't think you can sign up for it unless you're a therapist. That's my uh, that's how, what I remember. There may I be remember seeing similar um, videos on YouTube, so... We're just mm -hmm. going to open it up to the listeners if they're interested in um, 
working with this further, they can search for a trained therapist, um, or they can search for, you know, there are a variety of resources on the internet. I want to circle back to what you said before, when you were talking about spiritual psychotherapy, you said, depend, so you said you would touch upon when you meet someone, you would touch upon the way they do spirituality. What do you mm -hmm. mean by that? Well, I'm not going to impose myself on them because everybody has their own version of what's going to work, where they're at in their evolution, and they everybody has free will. So, uh, you know, like one of my clients, they say, do you have a spirituality? Yes. Are you using it? No. What is it? It's church. Okay. What kind of church? And then they tell me what kind of church and why aren't you going? Well, you know, I forget. So we just have them like what is keeping you from going and we work with that so but it really feeds you right yeah it does okay how does it feed you emotional mental spiritual physical and um we work with that or actually most people say nature if they don't have like a different kind of way of meditating nature being out in nature calms me down oh, that's my church I love the trees, I love the ocean. So are you going? No, why not? Well, I'm busy. Well, maybe you could. And so we work with how do you how are you going to take care of yourself <clears throat> so that you can you have enough inside, you're nurtured enough so you can do what you need to do in your life. Mm -hmm. So it's whatever the person comes up with. And if they want me to do my little thing, I'll do my thing. And I like, and I always say, if you don't like it, then we'll quit. You know, it's up to them. Yeah, I see. What is, what is your spirituality done? Good question. Yeah. Well, it's eclectic. Um, <clears throat> I've, uh, my, my first thing is I connect to source. I call the energy that is the creative energy that has created everything that we know the source energy and um i work with different kinds of light i feel i've connected with different rays of light gold blue pink green etc and and learned about different qualities of each and people may have their own take on it so i don't think anything's wrong and with the rays of light i also have gotten to know different high frequency positive energy light beings on other levels so i know a lot of them and that a lot of them will work with some of these different uh, essences of light like with the gold you know it might be somebody who has lived on the earth and they're up in another domain helping us right now or it could be archangels or it could be elohim some of those guys that are they're, they create form out of light, and uh, that's part of it. I also just, we have an intention if we're working with somebody or even with the meditation, I just go with the flow these days. Like I listen, I hear, I sense, I'll see stuff inside, and I'll just, I'm just the reporter. I'm just saying, okay, well, here's what I'm noticing. And almost without fail, people that like this stuff, they um, they have some kind of their own unique experience, which is positive. 
Some people are feeling healed from different things. Most everybody says they feel much calmer and their anxiety is just dissipated. So it varies. <clears throat> That's a little. So you're describing like a uh, healing or a guided meditation scenario where you're helping people sort of connect with um, this kind of light or this what you're describing as the source. Yeah. 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 I see. Yeah. Um, it's funny because um, I use the wording source too, but one thing that caught my eye was uh, your book title, which is A Touch of Light opening to the love that is you and all creation. I went to Egypt in December, 2022, and I came back and I started to write about my experiences. Um, and then I ended up writing this 10 part, <laughs> huge group of meditations wow. to through my experiences. But the wording that came through again and again was who and what you are is love. And who and what surrounds you is love. So yeah. it was it was such a um, you know magical moment for me to see that I knew about the touch of light, but I didn't know the rest of it. Just uh, your book title had the almost the exact same wording that we are love and we are surrounded by love. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, just for one thing, the title, A Touch of Light, where I was going back and forth with my publisher and editors around, I had like a list of titles, right? And they're like, no, we don't like those. I'm like, oh, what do I do? So one night at around 2 a.m., I woke up and A Touch of Light was in my head. And so that was that was the start. And then they, they were accepting that. I was like, good, because that's what I want. And then, and then we had to do the subtitle. So we went back and forth and all around and all around. And since this is what I feel, it's, it's just, we already are the love, but we're, we're not in touch. We're, we're blocked, you know, cause we live here in the three dimension and we've got all these programming and things kind of in our way from our hearts and our, our core. So it made sense to me to think about just open up to who you are and you are that. And so, and exactly what you're saying, so is everything. Do you want to see the book title, the book cover? Yeah, of course. Should Should I show you? It is uh, lovely colors from what I remember. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're, I'm going to include a link to it too, but um, when you were going into this, the writing, um, mm-hmm. Like, is that, is there something that you discovered that you didn't know you were going to discover in this process of writing this book? Hmm. That's a really good question. Uh, I hadn't thought about writing this story ever. My years and years ago, my dad said, why don't you write the story of your life? And I was like, why, why would I do that? And then in the last few years, I had this feeling that, yeah, maybe I could do that. And so once I got my publisher and I started writing, um, I was guided, I guess. I, f I felt the urge from spirit a lot to do it. 
And I didn't, you know, a lot of people will say, okay, you have to be disciplined. You have to sit down and do it every night. Well, I, I don't operate like that. I can't do that. So I just waited for this feeling of like, okay. And then once I was in it, I just, I just did it on the computer. Uh, so I just feel like, and as I was doing this, you know, I inserted different quotes from my own meditations that I had had that they would say, get up and write. So I would write things. And um, some of those were, were apropos for what the book was going was about and like little, like just get it done. Kind of, that was one of them, just do it. And um, just little quotes to help hopefully to bring an energy into the book that, that people could feel, hopefully, if that's their bent, that would, that would transmit um, some of this light, some of this love through, through the eyes into the system. And um, I don't know, I'm not sure I'm answering your question because I haven't thought about that. Yeah, except I, one thing that was really great was that when it was done, I was like, oh, relief. <laughs> kind of like, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't drudge, it wasn't a chore, mm -hmm. but, but it was this feeling of like, wow, I did something here that was different for me. Mm. And that was really fun. And I had a, I'm, and it, I was embarking on this journey. I've had a great publishing company and editors were great. Everybody was so supportive and handheld me through the whole thing. And I, I've learned a ton. It's a, it opened me up to this whole new energy and um, experience that I never would have had besides. And I'm still part of that on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I grew, I'm growing a lot from it. Yeah. Sounds like it. You mentioned the nudges from them. Uh, and I, I do, I do work with, I am not clear audience. So, and clairvoyant. So I do work with internal guidance as well. Um, but for someone who may not know about it, uh, what is it like for you to hear that guidance? And you also mentioned on your website, being friends with light beings are, is them the light beings and how does that work exactly for you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, over many years, um, reading things, doing meditation, feeling a connection internally. I don't know if anybody's done meditation, they might have had some kind of a sense of energy or change, change inside. And um, like you, you know, I can see people and I can hear them and feel them and stuff. And so if sometimes they're, they, I mean, they all, they always show up with their own personalities, like, and they're from actually every religion, everybody works together on the other levels. There's no like competition or anything. Plus there's a lot of other folks on the other levels. So the feeling is like, ah, it's like this thing in my heart, I would guess. And it's my whole body reacts in this very kind of subtle, warm, positive way. 
And sometimes it's up here. It's like, Anne, ah, wake up. You know? <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it could be whatever. Um, these days, because I've done this so often, it's just, if I'm getting into that zone, which just takes half a second in these days, you know, there's just this kind of feeling of a download, if that's the right word, just like this whoosh of energy that comes into my body. And I just pay attention to it and see what is it, what is it? And I try to get out of the way. Mm. I try, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm always there somewhere, but I try (laughs) together, together with the light beings. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, similarly, I, I get a lot of dream guidance. I might get, um, instructions or answer to questions in between the time between waking up and, uh, dreaming, um, during meditation, just during when I walk from my corridor, from this room to the kitchen, it yeah. does, I mean, sometimes I have to like turn around and come back into my <laughs> office and write something down or wake up at 3 a.m. and write something down and, and so on. Um, and then occasionally there are these, um, I take a lot of notes. That's my strategy is to take notes and to um, take action when I can, how I can. Um And then it is during my healing sessions, it's different. It's almost like the same energy that sends me guidance and messages is, um, it's more like what you say, like getting out of the way. So during my writing, my healing work with people, one-on-one energy healing, crystal healing, inner child healing, it's more like I'm, I'm just sort of weaving it. I'm being the a container for it and I'm helping the other person be the container for it mm-hmm. uh, letting it uh, fill us and letting it sort of inform the conversation the moment-to-moment conversation and funnily enough at the end of the session I don't remember most of it <laughs> <It's>, really <laughs> it comes in and then it's like whoosh oh it, interesting it, uh-huh. yeah so session to se- I mean I remember the like big main points or big main symbols and and things we may work with but I don't have a um like I don't keep a huge detailed account of what happens yeah. uh, same with any other intuitive reading oracle cards I read the Turkish coffee and so on oh wow that's cool yeah <laughs> so let's come back to the the love that we are why do we disconnect from the love that we are and the love that what you call the love that is all creation Mm. um i don't know exactly the mechanism when we are born but i have not and not all kids are like this but some of us forget that we are part of all of this wonderfulness and I'm hearing more and more about the kids these days actually who are like amazing and they they can oh yeah you were my dad oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah we and this is what we did and this is what we were so a lot of kids are very tuned in but we inherit we have ancestral patterning that we inherit from our biology mom and dad that can really kind of block us So that's one of the things we work on clearing if people are into that. We have archetypes, negative archetypes around the planet 
that input. We've got a lot of energy here in this density that impacts us. And it's, it's tricky to stay connected to this part of us that's love. We've got our own uh, karma, if, if you believe in that kind of stuff. <clears throat> could be negative, could be positive, could be our own patterns we carry with us from lifetime to lifetime, if that's part, you know, some people say that's not true, and I don't know if it is, but to me, it doesn't matter because what's ever in the subconscious, the unconscious that is, is blocking us, and it, maybe it's a story, and it looks like it's, and who knows, I don't know. And then we have our experience in this lifetime, how we're treated by parents and people, coworkers and everything. So all these things, we have our physical experience, you know, maybe we got sick and uh, that created certain ideas and feelings. So we've got the, the emotional and the mental and the physical and the spiritual parts of us that can have all kinds of like negative ego stuff, um, you know, feelings of emotions like shame or guilt and whatever has gone on in our body, however our body has reacted so that we, we're trying to protect ourselves. Our body is always trying to protect us. So we've got the amygdala up here that is alert to danger and says, uh-oh, danger, danger. And then the adrenals shoot out the cortisol and we have the fight or flight responses. And then our body gets, does whatever it does. So these things accumulate over time. And, and then it's hard to find that lovely, beautiful, open, soft place, which is love. And, you know, I'm a work in progress too. It's not like every, every minute moment that I'm there, but I can feel it more often. And I just found that, you know, I did a lot of my own therapy to try to clear out my stuff. And then I do, I do spiritual clearing on me like regularly. And I just feel like it's kind of like taking a shower every day. It's just a thing to do. And, and it's fine and it's painless. And, and these guys are always willing to help. All, the guys yeah. <laughs> the, the light light guys we like that and girls however yes. or genderless however they show up there we go that's beautiful. right beautiful i agree with you about the the clarity and these days i experience it as this like if there's a sensation that doesn't quite sit right in my heart space then i know that's something i need to be with and work through either with or without help um mm -hmm. And like you, I do have a lot of my own tools and, and things I'd like to go to, um, yes. to work with this, with these things, including EFT tapping, crystal healing, or any other, um, energy method. So, um, what was your most clear, like most potent moment of knowing that kind of love that you were? and being surrounded by that kind of love. Hmm. Well, one thing pops into my head from years ago, because, you know, I, I, I looked at the, these 
these different spiritual disciplines on this planet. And I was drawn to the mystics in the different uh, religions. And one of them were the Catholic mystics. I wasn't drawn to the church. I was drawn to those that had personal relationships with the divine. And I'm like, that sounds good. I want that. And so, you know, I'm always, and I could feel this longing in here. It was just leading me more into this more and more and more. And one day I was meditating and I had this real strong energy that just showed up. And, um, and the energy was saying to me, you are mine. And it was very powerful. And it was like, oh, cool. Well, that and I felt claimed and I felt like this is this is I just sat there I'm like okay can we just stay here now do I have to go do something else really and it was great it was that was one I mean I've had other experiences you know that have been delicious and uh powerful yeah I remember this memory it's like I must have been four or five I'm waking up from a dream in reality and I just ha I remember having this feeling of I know everything but I didn't know what I knew I just had this like sensation of I know everything it took me um this past year to find out what I knew which was that I am love and I am surrounded by love. And um, the first catalyst being I started to study astrology. And the type of astrology I study is called soul level astrology. And it's it's a way to completely and beautifully accept yourself and see yourself and in all your colors and everything, everything. I mean, um, and it it's all part of this grand, beautiful design. Mm -hmm. And not just you, I mean, every chart you look at, it's the same. And every chart lo you look at in that moment, you see it new. It's like this shiny, uh, multidimensional quantum um, map of sorts that gives like a hint of our soul's beauty, mm. which then started this sort of grief process in me of all the times I didn't see myself like that. And of all the times that I wasn't seen and recognized as that mm -hmm. uh, by whoever was around me. And then the second thing that happened was, um, and it was just this, ah, like, you know, <laughs> the relaxation. You mean there's nothing wrong with me? Everything's fine? Yeah. That I'm beautiful and lovely and magnificent and we all are. That's, you know, why didn't you tell me before? I know what the heck yeah yeah and then the second experience was visiting Egypt and I had the specific intention of just meeting mother Gaia there in mm -hmm. representation in representation of all the different temples and gods and goddesses and and I did mm. that sense of just being held there was mm. so indescribable where the veil is thin and the energy is undeniable so discovering and reconnecting with that energy inside of myself. And I was guided 
to go through a heart journey and to to um into my heart chamber within the king's chamber of the great pyramid and so on but so basically it was just like oh i am love and you mean this earth like every single one of us and everything we see is love again like why didn't anybody tell me this before? <laughs> i know before it's, it's not in the newspaper but, right yeah slightly. Yeah. So now, anytime I feel that kind of weight in my heart, mm -hmm. which we inevitably fe feel because we're liquid crystalline beings who come in and out of chaos and reorganize ourselves. That's the beauty of us. We evolve so quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and anytime we find ourselves in that kind of chaos or something that was chaos that was lodged in there, it just comes up in a particular moment. Now I'm like, oh, like I can be held. Yes. I can just let myself be held. Yes. That's a beautiful feeling. <laughs> Perfect. And, and like you said, Mother Gaia. Yes. So the earth, I mean, she's always here for us. And when we make the choice, we just we tune in or we invite. You know, nobody who is in a positive in the positive light arena is going to invade us or force themselves on us if we want something and we ask boom it comes in on some form or other and in the beginning it's sometimes hard to feel or sense it but when you work with it over the over time and you develop you just open up some more you un unlock your blocks to being sensitive to uh that light that's not seen you know in your lamp for instance <laughs> <laughs> different different kind of light yeah, um, exactly yeah I love yeah. your story that's a great story thank you and thank you for sharing your story I would love to know um as sort of a final question what would you recommend someone who isn't feeling it yet and it's mm. not like you know you and I are above this like I get lost a hundred times during the day and then I come back like you said before but if someone is sort of like in the thick of it or they have touched this heart space, but they it's hard for them to sustain it or they don't even know how to get there, what would you recommend to someone like that? Right, right. This is like everybody's journey. It's, it's kind of like what I do with clients. Like, okay, what really gets you? Gets you calm? Gets you, what do you feel happiest about? And we all, I always ask that. What do you feel the most connected to that makes you feel yummy? And again, if you if you uh, can identify it, like is it for most people, it seems to be nature. That's like a given. Or animals, you know, your pet, who who just gets to sit on your lap, who is there for you, completely. Or your fish, you never know. Um. What is it? And then can you allow yourself to receive? The hard part is when you're in the chaos and you're in pain in different ways that you it's hard to receive support. So what's going to help you? I mean, exercise? Is it going to move your body? Do you need to move your body? Do you need to get a massage? Do you need to do some yoga? Do you need to meditate? If you don't know how to meditate, you can do the Insight Meditation Timer app on your phone. They have like a whole bunch of ideas. You can go to a class. You know, what 
what are you drawn to? And that's part of like, like if I can just give one sweet example, this is just a miracle to me. I have had a client, I've had a client from years ago who um, twice was suicidal, twice ended up in the hospital, a psych hospital, cause she was serious and um, long journey, very traumatic childhood. And now, oh my goodness, girl, she is amazing. She has worked. She has taken a yoga teacher training class or she's finishing it. She has come around. She's trying to make her relationships good. But for her, it was yoga and how they were teaching her with yoga and the philosophy also that really hit home. So what's going to hit home for you? What? And maybe it's hard to find out, but like, give it, give something a try or have somebody come over and talk to you, sit with you, hold your hand, hug you. <clears throat> like you were saying, you felt embraced. And that's like the best thing. You don't even have to say anything. You just sit with somebody and you hold them or you sit there. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing in your words um and in in what you said previously this element of taking action when you know that something's missing or something doesn't feel right um okay what does feel right then moving towards that and i call that courageously moving towards what feels good and then courageously moving away from what doesn't feel good and putting boundaries around that um but this idea of okay what's and maybe not even like, oh, I have to solve all of this today versus like, what's that next big small step? Maybe you sign up for a book club. Maybe you start searching for a healer or a therapist, or maybe you um, just Google EMDR today <laughs> since you heard about it. Um, and giving yourself um, some grace around whatever is here too right whatever is here um has a place has a reason yes. and it's trying to tell you something and then your job is to listen to the light beings or the source or your inner heart whatever you whatever you call it and then take the next small step and the next small step and so on absolutely i agree completely with you yeah and it's and to see to add to what you're saying to see this pain whatever it is even to look at a little different, maybe not in the moment because you don't like it, but that it it is telling it is a gift heading you in some other direction if you if you decide to go there. And the direction could be awesome for you. Yeah, make space for the awesome. Well, that's good. Oh, that sounds like a book title. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. we're gonna leave it with that. I think. Okay. Uh, and this has been a pleasure talking with you. Can you tell our listeners how to find you, what your work entails, and um, yeah, how they can connect with you? Sure. I mean, you could look at my website. It's annamark.com, A-N-N-N-A-I-M-A-R-K.com. Or uh, if you need to email me, it's also annamark, number five, at gmail. And we're doing um, 
I'm doing my free meditations on Zoom every Saturday morning at 10 in California time. And we started last week again. We were doing it during COVID just to help people chill out and calm down, relax and stuff. And then we quit and now I'm, I've had that inner nudge to start again. So, um, you know, you're welcome to join. Tell me who you are. So because I, I have a waiting room and I have to click you in. So I want to know who's coming. Uh, maybe email me first, say where you saw me or how you know me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. that's wonderful. So I'm going to include your email. And um, and you also very uh, generously offered a free healing to one listener uh, who emails you and mentions this podcast. Um, and we're going to put a time limit to that, but I'll include your email yeah. so they can um, contact you for being considered for the free, free healing or... Uh, to join one of your free meditations um, mm -hmm. and we can check in with you to find out more about that sounds great yeah that's great. beautiful thank you so so much thank you too Damla. this has been a joy <laughs> this was so nice you're wonderful <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in and listening to conversations with healers if this episode spoke to you in any way, please leave a review or comment, like or love it, and share it with others in your life. This is a true soul love project from my heart to yours. I really appreciate your help in spreading the word. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and check out other episodes to listen to some extraordinary healing stories and advice. Have a beautiful and wonderful day.